Well, it was an interesting week last week. It all began on Saturday, two weekends ago, when I simply posted a tweet. And it went viral and became one of the top rating topics of discussion for almost four days on social media. Let's check it out. So Saturday morning, 8th of July, it was like any other Saturday. I was checking some social media, responding when necessary. And somebody sent me an image of an exchange that had happened on that new social media platform, Threads. Now that's been set up by Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg to complete, compete with Elon Musk's Twitter. And trans activist Chanel Lal, who is well known for posting highly inflammatory and caustic messages on social media, and who was one of the key activists that whipped up the frenzy against Posey Parker both before she arrived in the country and then on that shocking day at Albert Park a couple of months ago. Oh, and he called a national MP he didn't like on Twitter an FNC. Yes, an FNC. Oh, and he received the Kiwi Bank Young Person of the Year for all these efforts. Anyway, he posted this. Can we agree that we won't tolerate TERFs on threads? In other words, shut them down, they should be banned, shut up TERFs. Now this was immediately responded with by the official Spark NZ account with, as you can see down the bottom there, yes please, wholeheartedly co-signed, prayer emoji, trans emoji. Now I'm not sure how into prayer Spark are, but there was no need for them to respond. They weren't asked their opinion, they weren't tagged. They just jumped in and joined the pile on, on women who believe in biology. But anyway, I was surprised that Spark would be so keen to alienate a large portion of customer base by aligning with Chanel Lal and secondly alienating most women who believe in biology and who reject the notion that a man can just be a woman just by self-identifying as one. So I went to my Twitter account knowing that far more people are on that platform than this new Threads one and I said, Hey Spark NZ, could you just confirm that this is your official stance many families who are currently your customers would like to know? Well that immediately went viral as more and more people asked Spark also what their view was and they replied fairly quickly with this. We stand by our response. We will continue to support the rights of trans and non-binary people and we're not interested in discussing this further. The problem for Spark was that most New Zealanders did want to talk about it. Now, Spark did direct message me with this statement, which then became their standard response to anyone who complained to them. They said this, We know our comment has created a lot of debate, so let us be clear about where we stand. We want to ensure that the online world is a more inclusive space for all people, regardless of gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or any other factor. We recognise there are wide-ranging views on how to create safe spaces in both the online and offline worlds, but we all wanted to convey what all we wanted to convey was our support for inclusivity. We hope this provides more context. Now note the word inclusivity. Yes, apparently blocking the views of women who believe in biology is inclusive. Yep, well, go figure. So I replied with this. Hi there, thanks for the correspondence. The term TERF is a deliberately provocative and derogatory term thrown at women who believe that only biological women can be women, trans-exclusionary radical feminists. It's deliberately insulting to most women and to men like me who believe that a woman, man cannot be a woman, no matter how hard he tries. But what is more insulting is that you've specifically supported a call to ban a large sector of the population, and the call coming from someone who is extremely toxic, 
and hateful in his posts. I would highly and respectfully recommend that you delete the supportive tweet as shown above and remove your support from the call being made by Lyle to reject TERFs. Thanks for your consideration. P.S. We're long-time Spark customers, but that is currently under review. That's not a threat, it's just how strongly many people feel about the tone deafness of Spark's response. Kind regards. Now, while this was going on, Chanel was on a roll and was asking other telcos what they thought, and 1NZ, which was previously Vodafone, also got on board, and they said, we don't want TERFs either. Not welcome here. We stand with you, Spark NZ, and anyone else brave enough to call them out. And also, uh, Two Degrees supported the other telcos. So this was pack mentality, and it leaves consumers with very few options. This is the modern conversion therapy happening in our culture. It's woke corporations forcing you to embrace radical sexuality and gender theory, and especially the trans movement. You must comply. You must agree. Now, because of the violence we'd seen at Albert Park aimed at someone speaking up for women's rights and against elderly women, and just the general mayhem that embarrassed us all as a nation for three days, and because Spark was so willing to support and align themselves with this messaging, the pushback began for the three days, including memes like this one from Speak Up for Women, uh, and also this one, of course, referring to the woman who was violently assaulted by radical activists fighting against so-called TERFs. And remember, this is what we saw at Albert Park by the people Spark and 1NZ were supporting. Yeah, they look very inclusive, don't they? And of course, this was the horrific attack on the woman at Albert Park as well. And it seemed like many people had had enough of woke companies pushing radical sexuality and gender ideology as part of their service or their product. And there were a lot of accounts being closed, including one of mine. Uh, remember, this was an event that Vodafone, which is now 1NZ, held at a so-called Pride event. Go balls deep with Vodafone. So it's not just Spark. But come Monday, there obviously had been some soul-searching at Spark especially because maybe a whole lot of accounts had been closed or a whole lot of complaints had been received. And so at 10.30am on Monday, this tweet comes out. We know there's been a lot of debate over the weekend. We'd like to provide more clarity on where we stand. We believe the internet should be an inclusive place, uh, except for TERFs and people who don't support our gender ideology. We have a long history of supporting women, except for TERFs and people who don't support our gender ideology. We recognise there are wide-ranging views. We'll respect each person's right to their own views. Oh, except for TERFs and people who don't support our gender ideology. We know our original posts did not reflect this well. Oh no, Spark, your posts reflected it very well. And the fact that sorry seems to be the hardest word for you to say proves what you really think. Diversity and inclusion apply only if it agrees with you and Chanel and the new woke religion that all must bow down to. You know, uh, Spark can duck and die for cover and pretend to be inclusive, but the fact they won't renounce what they've said about TERFs and their underlying support for radical activists like Lal show where they're really at. Uh, and you can see from their undying support for Auckland Pride, um, 
and their support for being gender inclusive and filling in forms with woman, man, non-binary, takatapui, enter my own gender, etc. being beyond binary. In fact, this is one of their official videos about being beyond binary. See if you can recognize anyone in it. Binary is a piece of code that can be added to any website, rewriting the internet to be more inclusive. Co-created with Rainbow Communities, it helps companies know when and how to ask for gender information. It gives businesses true data on their customers. Opening space for people like me. When I go on a website and they do have an option for non-binary and the gender field is optional, then I feel seen. It's really cool when businesses do hold space for people like us. It just allows people to be themselves. Uh, yes, you may have seen Spark's favourite activist amongst all that. What was most interesting in this whole issue is the deafening silence of the media to a story that had tend, uh, trended on Twitter for two days. Uh, why is that? Well, the media didn't want to go there because they'd have to acknowledge that the majority of New Zealanders see turf as a highly derogatory term used by radical activists. Uh, but eventually they did cover the issue. Uh, but they gave very favourable coverage to the trans activist and failed to examine the issue of the use of the word turf and the legitimate concerns about transing the children. The New Zealand Herald reporter Rachel Maher was embarrassingly biased, of course defending their activist columnist, Chanel Lal, who can do no wrong. Uh, as one Twitterer said quite succinctly, this is all they had to do. Uh, <laughs> they just had to say, we are sorry. You know, is the response Spark and 1NZ, uh, is their response going to uh, be the same? Is the backlash going to be the same as what we saw with Bud Light and Target and Disney in the US? Well, only time will tell. Part of the problem is finding alternatives to woke companies who want to lecture you with their views of sexuality and gender ideology, climate alarmism and critical theory. And we're thinking of possibilities, though, and that's why we're working on a website called wokeup.nz, which will highlight companies who want to lecture you when you simply want to purchase things. There's quite a list of companies, isn't there? But an informed consumer is a good consumer. I think what I learned from this Spark and 1NZ thing is that New Zealanders have had enough of having woke values rammed down their throat, and they're starting to push back. And as Bud Light has found out, and even Target and Disney to a certain extent, there's only so much companies can lecture consumers before the consumers decide to turf them out and stop buying for them, from them. And that's what Spark customers seem to be doing. We'll watch this with interest. But remember, you have purchasing power. And the ability to push back on this tidal wave of wokeness and lecturing is in your hands. We'd encourage you to use your purchasing power.